Good morning. This is Kevin with Titus Ministries. Obviously a lot going on today. The election is still ongoing, which is crazy. Uh, It should have been decided last night like it has been every single other presidential election. But to nobody's surprise, the Democrats are cheating, committing fraud, doing every immoral thing and unethical thing that you would expect of them. Trump has won in in states like Pennsylvania, where he's ahead by a huge margin. And so they stopped counting in order to, quote unquote, find more Biden votes in order to get rid of Trump and and turn the election the other way. It is absolutely sinister, unethical. It is it's uh, vile interference in our elections. And and it's terrible. It's truly terrible. We'll see what happens. Uh, and, and the Democrats are the party against morality. Like, that's kind of their platform. So all the cheating and everything else, the, the riots, attacking, assaulting people that are happening right now in Washington, D.C., reporters are being attacked, all kinds of people are being assaulted. That's, that's the left. That's what Democrats stand for. And that goes along with my other podcast episode a few weeks back about how Christians cannot vote for Joe Biden. And and that should be obvious. I hope everybody knows that. But it's uh, you, you can't be both things. And so hopefully Trump wins. Hopefully he's able to, you know, bypass all the cheating and election interference of the Democrats and and secure that vote, secure that win. But even without a Trump victory, like even if Biden wins, what we're seeing is the downfall of the United States. In Oregon, they just passed a, a law that all drugs are now illegal, or are legal. All drugs are now legal in Oregon. Heroin, meth, coke, everything. Everything you can want. Totally legal in, in Oregon. Uh, horrible. I can't even imagine the, the kind of crime that's going to ensue from from enacting such a, a horrendous law, making everything legal. Again, that's that's the party of the Democrats. Just everything goes a total rejection of, of morality. That's why they have no problem lying. They have no problem with hypocrisy because these things don't don't bother them. That's that's their platform. But anyways. Um, what we're seeing is the end of America. This is the end of the United States, end of the Constitution, end of freedom. What we're going to have, what we'll certainly have if, if Biden steals the election is is a totalitarian police state ran by these elite, filthy rich people, ran by Big Pharma, ran by the far left corporations and, and the media. And we're already seeing that. We're almost, almost, we're already almost there. And Trump is like the last one standing in the way of that. But like I also said, even if he, he wins and, you know, a legitimate win, we're only safe from all that for another four years, you know, and then he's out and then there won't be anybody to stand in the way of the Democrat communist takeover. So just be aware of that. Pray, you know, talk to God often. And, and pray for our country and and pray also that you would trust God. Pray that like, hey, God, no matter what happens, I'm going to trust you. Me and my house, we will serve you. 
Because, by the way, if Biden steals the election, church will be criminalized. I mean, it already is in California and many other places where it's illegal to go to church, illegal to have church. I just want to say for the record right now that uh, if that happens, if that continues to happen, the opposition to the church, the persecution of Christianity, Titus Ministries will meet. We will absolutely be meeting. And if you would like to come and take on that risk, you're more than welcome to. But we will continue to meet. I will be at a park with a Bible and ready to do Bible study. And I hope you'll join me as well, regardless of the consequences, because that's how important it is for the church to gather. So on to my main point that I wanted to talk about today as the election is unfolding and we see what happens there is part two of apologetics. So please listen to the previous episode first. That kind of lays the the groundwork for apologetics and what it is and why it's important. And the number one thing for Christians to remember about apologetics, to to never shelve the Word of God. Always stand on, on Scripture when you're talking to somebody. Always use the Word of God because the Word of God is powerful. So today, and going along with the gross immorality, amoral, in fact, of, of Democrats, let's look at the moral argument. So you've probably heard about this, the moral argument, if you're familiar at all with apologetics, and there's different ways to look at it. And I'm going to talk about those, and I'm going to talk about the easy way. Because we shouldn't need to be, you know, deep students of every apologetic argument and everything in science or whatever. God doesn't call us for that. You know, it was a fisherman, Peter, that wrote the primary apologetic verse in the Bible, 1 Peter 3.15. You know, just a regular guy, but what did he do? He stood on Scripture. And that's what we need to do. So, morality. You can argue with people about what's right or wrong. And these are the arguments they'll, they'll use. Because I, I took class, I took sociology which is basically just Marxism. It's just Marxist propaganda openly. You know, schools inject Marxist propaganda into every subject, even in math classes. You can can find just nonsense. But socialism, I mean, well, sociology and socialism, same class, uh, says that morality is, is relative and that it changes. This is what they claim. They say that, well, because the Aztecs sacrificed people, well, that was their morality then. And so we, we really can't judge them or whatever. But when you actually kind of push somebody on that and say, so you don't think it was morally wrong for Aztecs or whoever to sacrifice humans, sacrifice people. Well, you know, that was that was for them. And they might actually defend it. But if you say, so right now, is human sacrifice right or wrong? And... If they're being honest, they'll say that human sacrifice is wrong, and they know that. But then they'll move the goalposts, and they'll just say, well, what I think doesn't matter. It's what a society thinks. And and all that does is take the responsibility off of yourself. So then the next question is, so if society, you know, just a larger group of people decides that something is right or wrong, then it magically becomes right or wrong? And they'll probably say yes, because they, they really don't know what they're saying. They don't know what they're thinking. It's like, so Soviet Russia killing and starving millions of people to death, that's okay? It's like, well, if that society says it's okay, but you have to bring it back to them. And, and it's, do you think that starving people is wrong? And 
and they might give an answer, they might not, or they might say, well, maybe what I think or what you think. And so basically what they're saying is it's just opinion. Is that what, that's what morality is to them, just opinion. And so you can say, well, what if I say that my morality says it's okay to punch you? (laughs) Suddenly they'll have an objection to that. And they'll be like, oh, well, wait, no, that's not. And they'll backtrack immediately because they don't think through their irrational viewpoint that, that morality is just person relative. It's not. And, and so they're, they won't accept that and they'll try and change the subject or whatever. But even beyond that, for, first of all, morality is absolute. Okay. Morality comes from God and you can show them this by saying, the words that they're saying on whether something is right or wrong, Soviet Union, <clears throat> Aztecs, me thinking it's morally acceptable to punch you for no reason, even that question, even that conversation is not possible without God. Why? Because the words right and wrong do not even make sense. They don't even exist in an atheistic worldview. Right or wrong does not exist. You cannot evolve something to be morally right or morally wrong. It doesn't even exist. Why? Because they have to have a standard for which to judge something right or wrong. An objective moral standard, and that is God. So they can talk about all those things, and well, in this culture, this was right or wrong, and in this society, this is right or wrong. Society decides, like... You're using words that don't even make sense if we if we adopt your worldview. Right or wrong is is completely irrelevant. And some atheists have even inadvertently admitted this. Like, I don't have the quote in front of me, but Richard Dawkins, the high priest of atheism, basically said that there is no morality in evolution. There's, there's just blind, pitiless indifference. And that was a slip where he was accidentally intellectually honest. And, and that's what you do have if you have an evolutionary worldview. Just blind, pitiless indifference. There is no right or wrong. Those, those terms don't exist. So that's where you need to go with that. If they even claim right or wrong, you got to like, whoa, 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 whoa. Those are my terms. It is the Christian worldview that talks about right or wrong. It's only in the Christian worldview where right or wrong can even exist. So that's where you need to go with that. And that, that's where the moral argument leads to you. And you can ask them about these things. And the funny thing is when you press them on these points, they'll give totally different answers than if they're just in casual conversation. So you can ask them, could child molestation be right? And if they, and pretty much they're going to say no or they're not going to answer the question. Because if they want to talk about right and wrong, it's like, well, could that be right? Could that horrible, awful, heinous thing be right? Typically, they'll say no or they won't answer. If they say yes, it could be right, you just record them and you say, hey, anybody watching this, make sure you don't have this person babysit your kids. Because, again, they're never going to say that in a casual conversation. Only when they're trying to defend their indefensible worldview. So that's all I got for today. Morality exists because God exists. Right or wrong is based off his standard because God is good. He is the standard of goodness. So all things right or wrong are judged off of his character. And what he says is right or wrong for us. And that's why 
Again, listen to the previous Apologetics podcast. Again, you must go to Scripture and say, well, God says this is right, loving your neighbor. This is how God defines loving your neighbor. You know, not the way culture defines loving your neighbor. You know, big difference, huge difference. This is what God says is wrong. God says sexual purity is right. He says homosexuality is wrong. He says stealing is wrong. You know, why is why is stealing wrong? It's not because it hurts people or it takes from people. Stealing is wrong because God is not a thief. Okay? We get our morality from God. Why is adultery wrong? Adultery is not inherently wrong because it destroys families, because it ruins lives, because it breaks up children and separates them from their parents. Those are all horrible, horrible things. They're all horrible consequences of infidelity. But adultery is objectively always wrong because God is perfectly faithful. You see, this morality is based off of who God is. And that's why these things are right or wrong, inherently. Why is lying wrong? Lying is wrong because, not because it hurts people or deceives people. It does those things. But lying is inherently wrong because of who God is, because God is perfectly true. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Our, our, we, our whole morality comes from God. Things are wrong because of who God is. Go back to Scripture and point to people. This is what God says. This is what God says and, and who He is and what He wants for our lives. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful week. Pray for our country. Pray for our country. Pray for our country. Pray for your family. Pray for your family's safety during these times. And take the opportunity to grow closer to God. Uh, We should all want to walk with God. We should want people that know us to say, hey, that person, they walk with God. That's what we should want. Have a blessed day, guys. Pray always.